This is CliffCentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the CliffCentral.com website where there's a show for you. And it's good morning to you and to you and especially to you. My name is Alan Ford and this is The Unview here on CliffCentral.com where we're the thin, the rich and the fabulous and December's time is looking good. It's uh, fabulosity, lots of great things happening. Um, I want to tell you, before we open with an incredible interview with our Springbok captain, Sia Khaleesi, uh, we've got the today a Big Brother reunion show. Uh, it has been 18 years, and they're having a Big Brother reunion party, and so everyone's in town from the first season of Big Brother. Uh, we'll chat to Ferdinand Rabi, the winner of Big Brother. Uh, Irvin Damon, Bad Brad, Voya Tofile, Margaret van der Westhuizen, Stephen van Rooyen, Janine Urdison, Lee Benny. They're all joining us on the show, uh, through the course of the next hour. So I'm, I'm thrilled. I really am so thrilled. Uh, but I've got to tell you, this week I was so honored to be at the, um, the Players' uh, Choice Awards. And they were really fantastic. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, the Bright Rock Players' Choice Awards. Such an honor always to, to be able to celebrate great, great um, rugby. And here come the Boca and, of course, all the wonderful stuff that we see around rugby. Bright Rock Players' Choice Awards saw some great things. I'll tell you all about it. But uh, on the line, uh, it is such a pleasure to welcome to the show for the first time the captain of our Springbok, Sia Kualisi. How are you, Sia, and welcome to the show. I'm good, Ken. How are you? Thank you for having me. Uh, it is such an honor to firstly have you with us. Uh, uh, congratulations. What a year this has been for you. What a year. Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been awesome. Up and down. But I've learned a lot this year. I've really enjoyed it. Looking forward to next year. Uh, I want to ask you this question. You know, it's uh, when I first had the pleasure of meeting you some time back was on the uh, Stormers um, uh, camp uh, in Hermanus some time back, uh, and uh, how how people grow over a period of time. I want to just tell you is incredible. But to stay humble and to say to stay as lack and cool as you are as a human being, I think is really cool. And I must say, you've always been consistent, and I've known you for the past few years. So uh, I just want to thank you because I think when you lead a team and you lead a country as you're doing, um, it's brilliant to be consistent and you're lack of. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Now, I want to ask you, firstly, the Bright Rock Players' Choice Awards 2018, you were a nominee. Uh, what did you think of the award and, and of the winners? No, it was really amazing. We really had an awesome time. I think it was like the performance and everything was like, just better each and every single year. And I think the winners, all the winners deserved it. I mean, all the guys had a big year. A guy like a period junkie. And he got two awards. And Malcolm Marks, had a big year as well. He got the big one, the players there. And Peter Steph, obviously, got his award as well. And Zane from the Sevens has played so well, and I've really enjoyed watching him. He's done so much work with the Sevens. So it was really good. Everybody deserves the, the award. And I love the fact that the, the, the awards are players choosing their players. And that's a good yeah. thing. You know, you look at the, uh, the, the Academy Awards, people of the Academy, when it comes to like all the top actors and the top movies, they pick their winners. And I think it's an important thing. Yeah, it is an important thing. I think it's, I think it's always special for when the, when the player gets recognized by his own teammates instead of obviously um, the, the coach or someone choosing them. I think it means more when, when, when your own peers tell you like how good you are and they actually recognize all the hard work you've done and we know how hard we all work. Mm. And yeah, it's always good to make sure that we let each other know that we're backing each other and we see all the efforts. Uh, Hachiva Diamani uh, was was yeah. wonderful because we had him on the show last week, and uh, it was so cool to see that there, there is one award that is that that comes from the fans, and that's the Fan Choice Award, and yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's really good actually because uh, it still includes your general population. Yeah, it's amazing because yeah, the fans actually they they make everything work for us and when they come and support us each and every single week, and. They make a huge difference, and it's always good for them to know that their voice can also be heard. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm just one of the souls that he was part of him, and uh, and he's an awesome player and everything. But obviously, the cause that he was fighting for, you know, helping um, abuse um, 
So yeah, I want to come back to to this year that you've had um, becoming the captain of the Springboks. Um, uh, you you guys have just um, I was chatting to Jesse Creel and uh, and Jesse was saying, sure, you know, no one understands the impact on your body <laughs> going around the world playing rugby and this last tour that you've just had. It was really a busy one. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been a tough year. I would um, it's been good to. Now, just getting on a fast because I'm still feeling fit and so. But it is tough, especially because uh, leaving the families behind and stuff, um, especially because I have kids and stuff. It's really tough because you're away from everybody. But it is worth it at the end of the day, you know, and I think we're improving and getting better each week. And I think the harder we're working, the better we're getting as well. It's making it a bit easier on the body because they're preparing us very well at the football camp. There, there is obviously the big question as we move out of 2018 into 2019, and that is the World Cup. Um, and I've got to tell you, it's going across the world that, that people are expecting South Africa to do incredibly well. Um, how do you feel? Yeah, we're feeling confident. Obviously, we've still got a whole lot of work to do. Um, oh no, we, we've improved quite a bit this year, but we know we have to improve a lot more. That's why this time, it's important to make sure we come to the as we fit and we do as, as well as we can for all the things to try and make the playoffs and then take it from there. But yeah, we're really confident. You know, this year was big. I think what I take out of this year is the fact that we've broken a couple of the players that haven't been broken in a while, you know, so we know mm. we can do a certain things. So we're looking forward to that. Um, I want to end by saying, yeah, I think uh, captaining and playing are, are two different things. Being a player, you know, in a team and now captaining a team are two separate things. How has this this role shifted the way you think about rugby or about, about teamwork and captaining? No, I still, I still, um, all I want to do is perform, you know. Um, being captain is just really being a bonus. All I want to do is teamwork and keep my best for the team. Um, but obviously, it does put the pressure. People want to see me perform, so I do know that. That's why I keep on working hard. It's the best. It's the only way I can do. Work as hard as I can and keep my patience. Well, I've got to tell you, um, we are proud of you. We are supporting you all the way, and uh, we can't wait to see the results. Well done on a incredible 2018. Well done for leading this country, leading <clears throat> rugby, and leading South Africa to to some very very proud moments. And and thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Bless you. Be well, and Merry Christmas yes, to yes. you and your family, and have a good New Year, and yes. have have some fun. <laughs> Be thank, good. Thank you and your team and all your listeners. Thank you. So much, thank you. The one and only Sia Colisi, the uh, captain of the Springboks. So cool to have him on the line. Uh, and uh, just mentioning how incredible the Bright Rock Players' Choice Awards of 2018 were. Some great awards were given out. Um, but also the show itself was was brilliant. Um, I, I just, I, you know, Francois van Kook sang his Heine off. Um, we had just really, you know, when you see the talent that's in in this country and then you put the talent like... Um, the rugby players with some of the best singers, um, you just can get simply blown away. Um, they had, uh, celebrity guests uh, doing the awards like Lunga Chabalala and they had, um, uh, I mean, the, he is so, Jack Perro was rocking and rolling in that, in that, in that joint. It was really, really cool. And then, you know, some other really wonderful people that really made uh, this event Completely and utterly incredible. So I want to just uh, congratulate Bright Rock and, of course, South African Rugby. Uh, and a lot of this also went to a very good cause. Uh, people, the winners, donated their money, their their winnings to various and a variety of charities. And we'll we'll get that on. We'll discuss that through the course of next year and the Rugby World Cup and those charities that these wonderful people support. So that's all going to come up uh, in the next year. It was a great event. And uh, I want to just tell you that Siv Ngesi is has got to be one of the most exceptional MCs. He was brilliant. Um, 
and I want to say Refense was brilliant, Refense, and uh, and so was Taryn Lamb. Uh, just the whole thing was great. Congratulations, and thank you to the captain of the Springbok, Sia Colisi, for joining us on the line. It was yeah, really, really cool. So now I, I want to tell you it's been such a long time <laughs> since I managed or have been in contact with some of these incredible people, uh, and these people that took South Africa by storm, literally. Uh, at one point, it was said that Big Brother's housemates, the very first season 18 years ago, were more famous than, and this sounds crazy, Nelson Mandela. People were saying that. I, I remember even Mandela Mandela saying, Alan, this, these people are more famous than my grandfather. Um, uh, and they came out of the house. No one ever thought that this... Um, it was going to be as big as it was. And I tell you, it, it turned into, to just massive, just massive, massive stuff. I mean, when this used to happen, I mean, people were, couldn't believe what was going on with Big Brother. I mean, it, it just, it took over the, the whole of the country. So I wonder if I can play this. Let's see. I wonder if this was what it sound like. All those, t- those years. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Here. Hello. But on the line, hello, is. Yo. Oh, Opening the show was the winner of Big Brother Season 1, Ferdinand Rabi. Ferdinand, welcome to CliffCentral.com. It's good to have you. My, yeah. I am so honored to be now on Cliff Central here with Alan Ford, who honored me on my bra. Uh, well, you know, Ferdy, I'm so happy to, to welcome you to the show. Um, we look back on 18 years and how incredible this journey has been for you. Um, I, I want to do a shout out to Empress Palace, who... Who kindly brought all you guys together, um, uh, and last night I was very privileged to be the only member of the media to actually sit and have dinner with you people. Uh, and I've just got to tell you, yo, people have grown in leaps and bounds. Not many people have changed. And 18 years later, Big Brother changed people's lives, both in the house and in South Africa. Yeah, I must say that it was also for me great to see everybody last night. And I think tonight that Empress Palace Monsoon Lagoon is going to be one. And it is so lucky to see, I mean, there's already this morning people checking into the hotels coming for the party tonight, and uh, it's just amazing, man, to see old places, but that, like you said, they all still sit and look the same, except Irvin maybe he picked up a bit of weight. Yeah, Irvin, remember the song? Remember this Big Brother song? It was kind of crazy. The theme song. I mean... Takes you back eh, when you think about the music and how crazy this thing was. Um, yeah, Irvin yeah. has put, put on a few pounds. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> cool. yeah, no, no, no. We'll talk to him in a second. <laughs> Ferdinand, um, I, I want to just, I want to ask you a question because I think, have you met anybody in 18 years that has won a million bucks for cucking in a garden? My friend, can I say a lot of people work their whole life to make a million? I mean, I just shit once and I made a million, and it, but now I need now I'm a few shits behind, guys. Eh? So, um, <laughs> 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 no, no, listen, yeah, yeah, you know, you know uh, no, I haven't. I, th- I think I no, think I put my it's my stamp on that one. Yeah, uh, Ferdinand, you've done incredible things with tourism, with Cape Town tourism. And um, we've had the pleasure of, of doing some interesting work together. Uh, for example, um, I mean, thank you for creating for Fort Anadinger, um, uh that yeah, wonderful well, insert with the crocodile cage diving. Yeah, yeah, and you've done it. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember, my brother. And I, the, one, the one thing about Ferdinand's tours, I know all my trips, I know all my customers, and uh, that's why after 23 years I'm still in it, and I love it. And um, but we also started to do some awesome sport events as well. Uh, we had a lot of people from Johannesburg and Pretoria that came down for the strongman run. Mm-hmm. We changed the name this year. We took the event over. It's a European event, but they still support us. It's just for the exchange rate. It got a bit too expensive for us, but I want all the listeners to check out legendrunner.com. So we're coming in May to the um, area, and um, we're going to have the event over here. So it's the biggest mass part obstacle race 
in the world. And um, it's fun. It is, everybody's a legend because, you know, and we, there's no cutoff time. We don't cut people's armbands off. Everybody's a hero, man. So the, the sports events is going awesome. Um, and um, the tours is going awesome. Mm. And it, for, for us last night, to network amongst each other because Irvin's got awesome uh, business um, that he's doing and Guyo, um, the whole bunch is and Stephen as well. I mean, the guys are just doing incredible well for themselves. Fatty, I can't believe Stephen. Stephen looks like he's like, I mean, I cannot believe that man looks the way he looks at 47 years old. It's actually, I mean, really. he still looks exactly, exactly the same. Exactly the same. I mean, I've never in my life. Exactly not not, not one grey hair. It's actually crazy. And it's his birthday today. Shit, I even forgot to say it. But remember when you phoned him, say happy birthday. So today, I think he's 47, eh? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's kind Three of years away from 15, he still looks up in 25. Fatty, when you look back at the 18 years, um, what are some of the greatest moments of being in that house and then getting out? Tell me some of the, the best things that have happened to you. Well, can I say... Uh, there, 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 there's so many awesome moments in the house and everything as... I'm just finger really on Well, for me, the best, obviously, was walking out of the house. I mean, that feeling, you cannot describe to people when you said to your friends and your people, that was for me. But inside the house, I think it had a lot of special moments. I mean, Lee's also just had a little baby now, mm. beautiful daughter. And uh, I think he played her. I mean, that was the best body painting I've done in my life. Um, <laughs> and um, and um, there was, yeah, there was, I mean, the dancing competition, they're sitting around the fires late at night or early in the morning hours. And at the end of the day, to entertain yourself, you always have to look out how you can even take the living daylight out of somebody just to have a bit of a conflict. Yeah, that's it. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I did. But, but, well, I wasn't meeting you. Yeah, but I mean. I, 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 I ever said, I was, you know what? I've never met a man that looked at himself so much like Evan. And today, I think that's why I picked up so much weight. He can't look at himself anymore. So, <laughs> he's but, just overdone it on the show there. Fatty, again, <laughs> I made a statement and, and, and members of the press at the time said that these people are as famous, if not more famous, than Madiba. Um, the what? What? Say again? You guys were so famous when you came out the house. The world, this country went mad. You couldn't go anywhere. I mean, it was insane. I mean, it was crazy what happened. Did you ever think when you were in that house 18 years ago that that Big Brother would be as big as it was? No, listen here, yeah, we actually literally shut ourselves when we walk out because, and we didn't have any trading about to, you know, a lot of people get famous and they're starting to learn how to deal with things. We were just thrown into the deep end and we had to deal with it, you know. So, and I, and I think for a lot of people it wasn't easy. Um, I mean, for everyone, I think it wasn't easy. But uh, the, the, the main thing was, I think we all embraced it as well because it was uh, it was the maddest journey that we've ever taken in our lives. It was wonderful to uh, see you guys come back together last night, uh, Fadi, and it was yeah. good to see that that you that everybody that you have a, a, a group, you have a um, a WhatsApp group between you guys. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. what's happening in your lives, and I think that's the cool thing. I mean, there was conflict in the house, there was love in the house, there was joy, there were tears, there was laughter, but ultimately that was an experience that I think an issue with I mean, in that group you, you wouldn't be able to understand it. I think I think in the world, besides the fact that we were the longest big brother in the world, we were the first one being shown 24-7, that we are the closest housemates as well. Because like you said, when we're on a WhatsApp group, we all communicate with each other. Everybody knows everybody's stuff. And um, even like Nina is flying from Switzerland today. So she's arriving in about two hours' time I love uh, it. from Switzerland. So uh, that's, a, that's a great thing. I mean, everybody's making a huge effort to come to tonight's party and and, and to yeah, see the and fans and to see the fans because because yeah. that's what it's about um yeah i i mean after 18 years we still have fans man yeah that absolutely. is the most awesome thing about it <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Daddy, keep, so, um, keep, keep, I want you to keep well. Um, 
We're going to chat to Irvin in a moment. Um, I'm so happy because I've got to tell you on the show, we've got Irvin Damon, Bad Brad, Vuya Tofile, Margaret van der Vestas, and Stephen van Roy and Janine Odesson. Uh, uh, we've got uh, most of the guys on the show. So I, I just, yeah, it's great. And I think that everybody loved this. And, uh, and let's, let's, let's go to, to, um, to Irvin. Faddy, the winner, big brother, look after yourself, my brother. We'll do some okay, fun stuff. Okay. I'll line you. Okay. I will. I will. Did we just. We just just do this. Um, we're going to chat to to Bad Brad in a sec. Um, oh, oh, how are you doing? It's Irv, yeah? Irv, how are you doing, Irv? Okay, buddy. Nice seeing you last night. It was great seeing you. It was great connecting. Um, it's so interesting. So I did crocodile cage diving with Faddy for one show. And then for another mm-hmm. television show within the 18 years, you and I went to South Korea. <laughs> yeah, we did indeed South Korea. Now, that was interesting. Like, we know... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was crazy. They injected us with a talk business and turned us upside down. And they did. Phase. And they did. Yeah, and then they secretly like tested us for HIV and told us that we're negative. I mean, who does that? Was the, we we went on. We went. You're yeah. right. We, we went with LG, and they were doing. They took us uh, mem- all the members of the media, and you had a, an environmental television show at the time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, um, hybrid living. Yeah, hybrid living, and and we we, we invited and we go we go along go <laughs> with our with our film crews. Uh, from South Africa, we meet other people from around the world, and we end up, yeah. we end up having teeth whitening and in a clinic, and it was it was the it is things that movies are made of. So if, it is kind yeah, of no, crazy. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Ir- Irvin, yeah. I mean, we, we we also want to talk about the the fact that um, your life has also seen interesting things. You worked, you went into to talk about uh, eco friendly. You went into to do that type of work. What other things mm. have you done in, in eighteen years? Um, to say that again, Alan. What other things have you done that? In, that have, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've been involved in the um, smart energy sector. Um, I work with a lot of cloud-based solutions in terms of monitoring um, electricity utilities across gated communities. Um, uh, we work in municipalities. So, largely speaking, I've been working in the IoT smart energy sector in the last sort of twelve, fifteen years or so. What is your favorite? What is your favorite thing about Big Brother? My favorite thing. Oh. I guess I wasn't paying rent for three months. I mean, I mean, you can't beat that. I mean, like, 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 no rent and as much alcohol as you can have. That's like unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable rent. Um, uh, again, well done. It's great to see you guys last night. And uh, Swerve, you're doing good things for the planet. You're doing the good things for the for business. And uh, and now you you and Fatty have joined forces. Now, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we uh, we're thinking of starting up a business is called For Real. And um, after all these years, the networks we've had and the business acumen discovered, um, I think it should be fun, yeah, yeah, to, to finally get together. People are going to be a bit shocked that things have changed. I can claim land. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, things have changed for the better. So I, 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 I think the partnership is going to be amazing. Incredible. Look after yourself, my friend. It's really good chatting with you. Listen, are we going to see you tonight? No, you're not, because I've got my brother's wedding, so it's kind of crazy. But I won't see you tonight, no. but I'm happy to see you last night. That's just cool. Okay. Okay, perfect, brother. Thank Look you. Look after time. yourself. Irvin Damon, one okay, of the contestants, big brother. Well done, my friend. Go well. Go well. Okay, Go well. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Uh, we got some crazy things happening in the studio. This is CliffCentral.com. My name is Alan Ford, and of course, we are talking about some of the coolest things that uh, that that happened in the past eighteen years with the Big Brother, uh, Big Brother winners and the contestants. They all came out winners in some respects. Their lives were changed forever, and that was eighteen years ago. And um, and we have the special uh, Big Brother. Season one reunion show today, so it's really cool. And I want to thank, uh, uh, the guys, Julie van Vake and the guys at Empress who just helped, helped me put this together. Um, Ferdinand Drabi, we spoke to Irvin Damon. He has to be the baddest guy in town. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, he's joins us on the line. The one and only bad Brad. Bad, uh, Brad, you there? I am, my good. <laughs> Brad. Uh, okay. This is the coolest thing in the world. To, to see, you and I became, and we still are very good friends, um, yeah. over the years. And, you know, we did some really rad things together, game reserve stuff. Um, Absolutely. Dancing, singing, drinking, jolly. Repertory, <laughs> naked through the uh, bush. Okay, now, hold on. <laughs> I want to just, I want to put this in perspective. Bra- Bad Brad, Bradford Wood and I, went leopard crawling with a bunch of people through 
Sabi Sands. And this in, in the ravines, the leopards were around us, the lions were around us. We were crazy, eh, Brad? What were we doing? What were we doing? Like, <laughs> crazy days. Eh? Rivers, what was it? Lion Sands. Remember those days? Good days, good days. It, it was a good What's day. What's happening, Nana? So, Brad, things are really great. Was it good seeing everybody last night? No, it was good. That's, uh, I haven't kept in touch with everybody. In fact, only last night I heard that there's a, they've got a group game. But it was really good to see the guys. You're the only one that wasn't put on their group. Why? <laughs> I'm, I'm, no idea, but I'm not the, uh, the group uh, boss or whatever you call it. Yeah, no, listen, it was good to see everybody. Everybody's moved on. A lot of the guys have got success stories. I see Steven's done very well for himself. Fatty's got his thing going. Margaret's out here back on radio. Janine. No, it, was, it was really good to see them. You know, you don't really, you lose touch. It's simple as that. Mm. You lose touch. Last night, the evening was great. And uh, yeah. yeah, thanks to Empress Palace and Julie for putting it together. Yeah, yeah I had a good time. Brad, I, I want to just say this. You have had an incredible, uh, uh, let's say both media life <laughs> and public life. Um, at one stage, yeah, yeah. You, you had shot so many people. <laughs> we didn't know what to do with you. Um, and we, we don't want to reminisce about all that stuff. But, I mean, I, I always tell people, Brad was... He was driving on the road and he got hijacked. He didn't go looking for the trouble. But, uh, but obviously trouble followed him. No, no, not at all. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but, no, at one, one stage had a little bit of bad luck. Yeah. That ran into armed robberies, ran around the bottom of the mines. But yeah, it's all behind me now. Now I play with 97 dogs. Got a very successful canine explosives detection, narcotics all over the country. So yeah, the guns are at home and the dogs are now with us. Now, that's what I want to talk about. This is an incredible part of your life that no one's picked up on. Yeah. And that is that you are working with these incredible, incredible animals, canines, um, that do bomb detection in airports, uh, in, that, that, that do so many, I mean, I mean Brad, this is really interesting stuff. Um, they, yeah, you, no, you sure. can sniff a dog for drugs. Um, firstly, what, how did you start this? What, what happened? I mean, I know you've always had a love for dogs, Brad, but I mean, yeah, no, listen, I've always had a thing for the dogs. Back in the day in the reserves, I used to work a lot with Keith Butler and then from the Durban dog unit. And it was just always a passion of mine. So, yeah, I started my own canine unit. We've just brought out vaporweight canines from the States. What that, are those? Um, a particular breed? Now, those dogs are, yeah, so they're Labradors. But what's, what's amazing about those dogs is they will go find your suicide bomber. So, if I've got a guy walking around the airport to the suicide vest, they will trace the, the, the explosive scent in the vapor and they will take us to the explosives instead of us taking them to a static object a bag or something they take us to the actual person or or where the scent's coming from they work it out but i know you can't go into details about this particularly but but tell me did you did you did you specifically find when you're going through airports do you find some some weird shit i can know that alan on the explosive side we don't find anything Narcotics, every single day. Okay. Um, funny foods every now and then. Some people taking stuff out. They don't realize that if the food's not refrigerated, it's going to start smelling. Hence, fish and all that. Mm. But um, airports, pretty safe. Uh, except for your your normal crime, being mm. drug smuggling and all the rest of it. Mm. But yeah, on the explosive side, we've never ever had a situation. Though. Brad, I was saying something at the table last night to the guys after you left. And I said, no one understands... That at the time, the person that was the most successful person that left that Big Brother house because he was able to feed off it for two months outside of the house was Brad. You were the third person to leave that yeah. house and you stayed That's right. in, in a presidential suite for, for three months and you, well, actually for a year. You literally, Brad, I remember because we, we, we would spend a lot of time together and, and they would drop off an Audi. And you were given an Audi. They just gave you an Audi. Okay. Um, certain yeah. companies would phone you up and say, here's 50,000 Rand. We're going to fly you right now to just do a 10 second, like, verbal mention of the company at a, a Christmas party. Um, it, it was madness, Brad. It was crazy. How did no, it change your life? Crazy. Yeah. Did you ever think before right. you went in the house this was going to happen? No, it was. I actually thought we were going to come out. People are only going to bat the eyelid, you know. Yeah. It was the first, it was nothing. Social media was even around then. Mm. Yes. It was, yeah. So yeah. I think it was, everything was done on SMS. So maybe it was the start of social media, but 
Yeah, nothing like today. But uh, no, to answer your question, not in a million years. In fact, after I left, I was having a chat to some of the guys that I work with. And you forget about those things. But it was nuts, man. To go, sit and, to go down to somebody's restaurant, there's some treat, they paid you money. To <laughs> wear somebody's clothes, they paid you money and they gave the clothes for free. <laughs> Yeah. Now you got to go buy it. But yeah. no, Brad, Brad, when certain shoe companies, tacky companies, would, would say, here is your check. I was with you. And here is yeah. 20 pairs of shoes. And you say, oh, uh, Chubby, because you called me Chubby, of course. That was my, my name. Well, on radio at the time. And you said, yeah, pick, pick, check, take two or three pairs. Take whatever you want. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. cool. No, we'll just no, get more. It was nuts, but it was insane. Every time you came back from the day, you had more shoes. More techies, more, more this, more, more this, yeah. yeah. It's insane. But when you look at the experience as a whole, you got the most amount of flack, negative publicity, but you really handled, dealt with it in your stride. Um, yeah. through a lot of the first five years, I mean, you were always in the newspapers and not always for the, the most positive things, even though personally I knew you were doing a lot of good things. Um, yeah, yeah. but, but, uh, how did you deal with that? Like what I, you know, I always said to myself, today you lose, tomorrow you're not. So everybody's going to jump up and down today, pump their gums, have their say, what a dish you are, what a good are you are, whatever. But know this, tomorrow you've forgotten about. So you just got to take that 12 hours, take it on the chin, and get up the next day and carry on. If you let it get you, you'll be a nervous wreck. I, so that's it. I remember. Today, tomorrow you're yeah. not. I remember Ilza Klink. Um, was a was a girl that you liked and you mentioned on the show. Uh, you had women flocking at your feet, Brad. Flocking. Yeah, that's a good old days. Right? Twenty years, twenty years, or eighteen years ago. <laughs> do, 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 do you remember, Brad, some of the the girls that you kissed? How many girls did you did you kiss in the first year after Big Brother? How many girls or how many frogs? <laughs> How many, how many, how many, how many people did you, or what, did you, hundreds, Brad, you were kissing everything. <laughs> Just see, but I was catching up for last time, eh? I was catching up for last time and for the future. Now we're working so much, we don't have time for that. But John, no, but. Are you happy? What is your future? Where are, are you married? I mean, I know you, I know where you, no, no, is, no, no, but no. just for our I'm general married, public that's listening. Children. I, my, my status pretty much hasn't changed, apart from, uh, been a very successful yes. uh, thing with the canines sure. and the rest of it, and that's it. Eh? My my work my work uh, work lines changed, but the rest hasn't changed. No, no kids, no married, no nothing. Okay, here's the question yeah. that we talk about yes. success, and I don't want to go through your personal business, but sure. when one sells a canine, is it true that it's close to two million rand for one dog? Yeah, so I, oh. so the vaporwave. You see, the problem is we're dealing A with dollars, but I can tell you a vaporwake program for one K9 in 2017 was $144,000. That was sending the handler to America, yeah, okay. accommodating, feeding him, buying the dog. The, the dog was obviously the most expensive part. Accommodating him, flying him, yeah. Flying him, yeah, is more than a first class ticket for you and I to fly to Emirates or wherever, you know. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's expensive. And then, once they get you, we don't feed kibble. Um, Talia Pet gives us uh, meat mm. that they eat meat every day. They got medical aid. They get groomed. They get walked. Uh, but it's, 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 it's a whole different story. But yeah, listen, uh, they, they're not cheaper. Uh, it was great connecting with you. I can't wait to see you soon again. We have connected a lot over the past 18 years. Um, I wanted to say, yeah, look after yourself. Uh, we'll chat. Congratulations for all the good things that you're doing, uh, protecting our airports, protecting from explosives, protecting from drugs. Uh, it's a good thing, Brad. People pick up the bad stories of mines and shooting hijackers. They they yeah. didn't pick up these stories. So I just want you to know that. It's cool to hear yeah, that you absolutely. Do that. And then, you know, when the guys are around in the airports and the rest of it, when the guys are around the airport and you see our dogs, come say hello. Come and greet the guys. Say hello to the dogs, yeah. We do a lot of work with the schools. Uh, We do narcotics searching. Any schools out there listening in the vicinity, give us a shout. We've got a narcotics team that comes out. We search, not there to arrest, but there to rather educate in line with a a rehab called the Kisa. So, yeah, but... 
maybe one day, you know, I should say, sit down and have some lunch and you come and have a look at our... I'm dying to see. I'd love to. Absolutely. And we'll do... We'll do. anti-poaching side as well. we'll yes, uh, we're doing a big story. You, you're now, for, for Anandinga Season 6 on CakeNet, we'll be yes. doing a story on the anti-poaching. That's coming up. Uh, our new season starts in January, but we will be doing that work together. Uh, Bad Absolutely. Brad. Bad Brad Wood. Thank you. Look after Thank yourself, you my friend, uh, and be good. And enjoy tonight's party with all the fans and all the, the former uh, Big Brother housemates. Thank you very much. Cheers, enjoy your wedding on Saturday and all the best to your brother. Thank, Thank you, you, brother. Bro. Cheers. And that's uh, the Bye. one and only bad Brad. Yo, this is uh, cliffcentral.com. My name is Alan Ford, and uh, this is The Unview, where we're the thin, the rich, and the fabulous. If you've just joined us, we're doing the Big Brother uh, Season 1 reunion special show today. Ferdinand Rabi, uh, Swerve Damon, Bad Brad. On the line, he came up, he came number two. Vuyo Tofile, welcome to the show. Good morning, Al. How are you? I'm so happy to speak to you because, you know, I talk, we're talking to, I was, I did crocodile cage diving within the last 18 years with, with Ferdinand and other things. Irvin and I yeah. went off to Korea together. Brad and I okay. leopard crawled through the game reserve. And <laughs> okay. you and I got the honorary ambassadorship, uh, for the Nelson Mandela Children's Fund from Madiba in a ceremony. Okay. So we did. Yeah. About 16 years ago. Um, oh, beautiful. And we had Tata hand over these awards to, to us. I think, well, we were, we were, you and I were two of three people that have ever been given that award. And, sure. um. I, I, I think you were, you, you, you took it far, uh, with, with far more grace, grace than I did. I was just bewildered by the moment. For you, it's so weird. I could, I, you know, when you tell people that, that we stood on that stage and Madiba gave us that award and, and you look back on it and you think to yourself, oh, my goodness, life has been incredible. It really has. <laughs> True. And your life has been incredible and you're very happy and now you're in finance and banking. Tell me about that. Yeah. So, well, more in uh, fintech. So, for me, the journey has been interesting in that uh got interested in technology and then more so in finance and how uh, technology can change banking, finance particularly for those who are unbanked, those in the township, um, those in informal economies, um, and how we can provide access to finance for them. That's really about changing lives at the end of the day. And that's what uh, has interested me into getting into that space. If we were looking back over over 18 years to when you left the house, and then also yeah. when you were in the house, everyone has said they never could expect what they expected when they walked out the house um, and how big Big Brother was. Do you, do you, did you love the experience looking back on it or do you have some regrets? No regrets whatsoever. For me, I think going into the house, um, I, I didn't know what to expect first and foremost. I think there was no... Uh, Why did you enter, Vuyo? Why did you interrupt you? Interestingly enough, so, story is, there was a competition at um, Monte Casino to win a car. <laughs> I wanted a car. That was the bottom line. And I thought, I'll win a million. I'll buy myself a car. Start a business. So always been entrepreneurial in, in spirit and in mind. And those were two, my two main goals. And um, interesting enough, the, my girlfriend at the time entered me into Big Brother. And I thought, uh, what's this thing? I don't know what it is, but I'll enter. Nevertheless, the competition that I thought I wanted and wanted to win, uh, which was at Monte, uh, Monte Casino to win a little city golf, nobody even called me back. Next thing I get calls for this thing called Big Brother, go through the interview process, and I think it only dawned on me that I was extremely out the day before. <laughs> and I thought, okay, I'm in this house, have a chance to win a million uh, let's see what happens. Yeah, and that was my attitude, literally going into the house. Uh, you look back on it. Uh, just uh, throwing out there, who were some of your favorite people that you loved? I mean, you liked um, them. Of course, you loved loved them all. We know that. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah. no. So for me, I think the characters more than anything else. You know, obviously, Ferdy. Um, we are polar opposites. We're extremely different. Yeah. Um, Irvin, um, Nina. Uh, Steve was interesting for me. Um, he's he's happy-go-lucky character. You know, that adventure man is still that way. It's mm. quite interesting how the majority of us, in terms of our personality, not much has changed. 
Um, so those are the characters more than anything else uh, that interested me in the house. Well, we, uh, you've done success. So you're so successful. You, but you, but we always knew that you were going to be. I mean, you were the guy that took it easy. You kind of, you know, you were busy. You, you were the brain. Like, not, not, not everyone was clever. I'm just saying, but you were like quiet, like reserved. Yeah. And so life is. I'm so happy. Life has really done you very proud. And uh, and again, I I look at all these experiences, and uh, and I've got Margaret from the Vesasen up next, or uh, Mags Vestoff. Um, aka Mags, the radio personality, yeah. and and I want to tell you that it's so interesting that I've had such weird experiences, all of you, on separate things. <laughs> and you and I with with Madiba was really really special. I want to thank no, you, my that friend. That was truly special. Thank you, and yeah, thank you for being a, a good example to to uh, to proudly South Africans. You know, looking at transformation, seeing how things have changed. I'm going to hit on this question, not to 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 be political, but yeah. Um, when you look at Big Brother 18 years ago, we were going through transformation. How how do you think we've progressed, in your own personal opinion? I think we've still got a lot to go through as a country. Mm. You know, um, I think what we're seeing now, you know, the flare-ups um, across the country and across the board is indicative of what we haven't discussed. You know, as a country, we've never sat down and had dialogue and conversation. And so for me, this is a necessary... Interesting enough, I'll, I'll use this as mm. keeping pain for us to grow. We have to go through this process of us, you know, being angry, um, being upset, um, understanding where we come from, why are we all, why are certain uh, uh, parts of our society still hurting, you know, deep, deep pain and anger. Where is that coming from? So, and that can, for me, if anything, when we talk about uh, um, the late Tata Madiba, it was about conversation. That's where it starts. You know, how do we get to know each other? How do we get to heal? And you have to go through, sadly enough, or, or, or depending how you look at it, we have to go through the rush to come out better on the other, on, on the other end. So for me, um, transformation is not easy by any stretch of the imagination. It requires uh, emotional maturity. Um, it requires robust dialogue. And we don't have to agree, but one thing we must uh, uh, um, come together with is, 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 is understanding that this is our country, all of us, all of us. And more so than anything else, we can either carry on complaining, pointing fingers, being upset at each other, or we sit down and say, how do we fix this lovely country, this beautiful country of ours? Because I'm not leaving. I don't know about you, Al. No, I'm not going anyway. <laughs> I'm not going anyway. So we're all stuck here. Let's Let's... Figure this out, and we can only do it together by through dialogue. I completely and utterly agree. Vuto Fille, thank you for joining us. Good sir, always, always lovely hearing from you. And always uh, lovely. And it's good to see everyone, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, look, the experience for me, as I said, um, I think this reunion, if anything else, um, showed me what a wonderful experience that was. You know, 18 years ago, you know, the kind of characters, we, we were given an opportunity to experience something that had never been done before in the country. Um, and we were part of so many people's lives, you know. Um, I remember coming out of the house, everyone would, hey, Buya, hey, Freddy, as if they knew you. You know, you were part of their family. And to us, it was odd. We've never met these people. But genuine love, uh, general respect, uh, genuine happiness. It was, it was fantastic. What a great experience. So, for 18 years later to see where we all are, um, some have got kids, some are married, uh, they've progressed in life, um, and we share those stories. It's just, it's, it's beautiful. What a beautiful experience they've gone through. Vuitofile, big brother, yes, runner up for yeah. season one. Good having you there. Be good, my no, brother. All the best, Al. Cheers, all the best. Be good. Thanks. 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 Cheers. That's great. That's uh, awesome. This is CliffCentral.com. My name is Alan Ford. It's so f- much fun doing the Big Brother reunion show uh, from season one. It's uh, happening tonight. If you're going to Empress Palace, a big party. Everyone's there. Uh, this morning alone, we've had Fadon and Robbie, uh, Swerve, Damon, Irvin, and Bad Brad, Vuyo. Um, Stephen Van Royen, uh, if you can remember, was uh, sure walked into that house. Model-looking guy from KwaZulu-Natal. And... Firstly, happy birthday, Steve.
Hey, thanks, Chubby. I'm getting older and older very quickly. <laughs> Stephen, you haven't you, you haven't changed, Stephen, and you're 47 years old, and you're as hot as you used to look. Same. <laughs> Listen, when you're thanks, hot, you're Chubby. hot, baby. You gotta call it. You know, you gotta call hey, it. It's it's the KZN fresh air. Eh? Yeah, I know. It's, what, uh, what's in the water got, up in northern Queensland? Up here in the big smoke, you guys are burning a candle at both ends, and we we relax down there, drinking the good water. Breathing the fresh air. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm still living in Matubatuba near St. Lucia and uh, living on a farm. So, it's a yeah, good, relaxed lifestyle. Looking back, Stephen, at uh, at Big Brother, uh, I just want to reflect on something. That, that, you know, when a lot of the things were happening and all the action was taking place, you kind of went back uh, a little bit more behind the scenes and you went back to, to a, a more quiet life. So, we didn't get to see much of you. Uh, you know, takes me about six months. I mean, Ferdie was running around for the next 10 years, 18 years, you know, Brad was creating problems. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, was the experience great for you? Absolutely awesome, Ad. It was really, really good. Uh, once in a lifetime experience and, uh, wouldn't change it for anything. It was, um, it was a uh, quite a hectic time afterwards. Uh, afterwards, Mnet's uh, had us, Mnet's had us under contract for a while. So there were a lot of functions that we we had to do, um, and then after that we were free to go home and do our own thing. But for at least six months, I, I lived up here in Joburg. Um, uh, we we uh, Swerve and I actually shared a, a flat for a while. We lived together for three months. So can you believe it? We lived we lived in the house for a couple of months together, and then we were still stupid enough to go and rent a house afterwards and live together for another three months. Um, but uh, yeah, the experience was really good. Well worth it, and uh, opened up a lot of doors in business for me. So uh, it was really good. What are you doing now on the farm uh, in Matubatua? So it's a sugar farm, and I obviously supply sugar to the uh, sugar mills. Uh, but I also got involved um, in the sugar mills as well. So I've got three other companies which provide contracting services to the sugar mills in Mpumalanga and in KZN. Zambia, Swaziland, and Mozambique, and uh, we do contract cleaning, sandblasting, painting, specialized coatings, that kind of thing. Well, it's great. It's so, so it's the world, aren't the worlds different? Ferdy's doing tourism, Brad's doing sniffer dogs, Irwin's doing <laughs> conservation and 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 eco-friendly stuff. Vuya's doing cyber banking. Uh, Margaret's on radio. Uh, Janine's still teaching and doing all her wonderful stuff. It shows you. Such diverse backgrounds. I mean, Lee Benny was doing carte blanche at one point in time. That's, it shows you. Well, how, and, how and I'm still involved in the business that I had when I went into Big Brother. When I went into Big Brother, I had a business called Matuba Pest Control, mm. and uh, I'm still killing cockroaches to this day. <laughs> you, you and Brad both, <laughs> to some I'm extent. I'm Cockroach Dundee. That is me. <laughs> Steve, but a great experience, and, uh, and, and it was not, lovely to meet your beautiful wife. Um, you've been together for 10 years, um, and, uh, and, and at that time, if you think about it, 18 years ago, she didn't really like, she wasn't really interested in you. She was like, no, you know, <laughs> you see, these type is, of things can true. work against you. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It, it unfortunately did actually work against me. So that was the one occasion where the, the girl was running in the opposite direction. So I, I'd uh, gone but, to maybe too many parties after Big Brother and maybe messed around with too many girlfriends and I got a bit of a bad reputation in the small town that I lived in. And so Melissa, Melissa was, uh, yeah, she, she, she kept me at an arm's distance for quite a while. So I had to work hard to win her over. I mean, listen, you were one of the best looking oaks in the house. I mean, they were all good looking, but you, so of course the woman would have been flocking on you and you all were famous. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, uh, uh, yeah, we, I've said to, to everyone, that no one, when you're in that house knew when you walked out, how your life would change. Um, in, in true reflection, what was, what was the, the most difficult transformation in that change? What was hard for you? And then what was great for you? Um, you're right. It was a shock. We, we obviously, as the first one, we really, really just got such a massive shock walking out of that house because we didn't know that the whole country was watching. So, you know, suddenly <clears throat> I remember the one day getting so shocked driving up to get my car filled up with fuel. The petrol attendant walked up to me and said, oh, hi, Steve, how much petrol do you like? And I thought, man, even the petrol attendants were watching Big Brother. I couldn't believe it. So it was a, a massive adjustment just, uh, you know, just, just sort of trying to normalize ourselves again. 
and uh, and the big thing was to try and get back into a normal, uh, for lack of a better word, rut. You know, normal mm. sort of, so that I could actually get back into work and not try and stay in the limelight because it's a bit of a drug. You know, afterwards you you want to just stay famous and hold on to it for as long as you can, and uh, it's important to let that thing go and get back into a normal lifestyle with your normal friends and just get back to work. And so it was, uh, it was sometimes hard letting that go because, you know, running around in the limelight in Joburg and going from party to party was quite addictive at one stage. Um, and, uh, and going back to was a bit boring. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to hold on to the limelight for a bit, but uh, it was important to get back you know, down to earth kind of thing, which, which I eventually did. Stephen Van Rooyen, thank you for joining us. Happy birthday, my friend. Yay. Yeah, thank you very much, Chubby, and we'll see you later. It was great connecting with you. That's Stephen Van Rooyen, one of the contestants, Big Brother, season one, 18 years old, is the celebration we're celebrating uh, over this week. Uh, Mags Vestenhoff, a.k.a. Mags, yeah. Margaret van der Vesthuizen. Um, You know, love, I'm telling people about stories like – Ferdy and crocodile cage diving with him and Irvin and going off to South Korea and Bad Brad and the craziest things we ever did and Vuya and I getting the award uh, from Madiba. But Mags, you myself, Gareth Cliff, almost drowned. <laughs> I know, but when you tell the story, it just sounds so made up and so fake and that's why I've never ever really told it to, to anybody because if, if people, if we had to tell people that we were stuck on the side of a ship and we just had we couldn't get in, yeah. to get back up on the side of the ship in the middle of the night where there were fish jumping about our deflating boat, our rubber dinghy, and we were dying and people were being thrown and caught up the side of a ship in the middle of this massive storm where we were dying and people were actually gassing us to try and get us back up on the boat. People, <laughs> people think we're lying. People think we're making this up and we didn't make it up. You can't even read that stuff in a U magazine. I know. And, and literally when we were, Stephen, coming back to people like Stephen Bacher and your brother was with us and Katie Catapodis, you know Katie Catapodis? We were all together. I mean, we were on this, and when I I speak to Katie Catapodis and Costa and we talk about it, Costa says, I tell people and they think I'm talking nonsense. I'm making this up. It was like a World War II ship disaster story. With some of the well-known personalities in South Africa. Yeah, you couldn't have scripted it any better because, you know, it was a perfect uh, by any day where you're on the beach and you're playing volleyball yeah. and they've, they've taken the rubber dinghy, they're taking you off the ships and taking you off to an island and everyone's gorgeous in their bodies and their bikinis. And next thing, this massive sandstorm comes up like the mummy. And then, you know what I mean? It's just like, you, I, I don't know, you, there's no, like, there's no movie director that can script stuff like that. Megs, we've got to do a, 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 a I'd like to be interviewed on your radio show one day and tell the story to your listeners because they think I'm talking nuts and I'm crazy. Well, um, I would love to because I, it would be fantastic just to be able to get this the story out, out into there. the open. And, yeah. um, looking at your life, um, you're on radio. I am back on radio. Back on radio. Yeah. Um, it was actually... Uh, a, a, a life-changing moment again for me. I find I have many of these in my life. I was uh, on the live show on East Coast Radio from 2003 to 2007. And I decided that I just wanted to go and explore my life a little bit more and see, you know, what was out in the world for me after Big Brother because I went from Big Brother straight into radio. Um, mm. And uh, it was a very interesting 10 years. But 10 years to the month, exactly, East Coast Radio phoned me on a Friday night and said, please help and please come back. Um, we need you to help us and fix the numbers. So that was last year in uh, end of February. So, so yeah, yeah, back on air, back on the same drive show, uh, talking to people. It's, it, it's just very different this time because I'm a mom. Yeah, you got kids, you got your man, you got... Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, and I think it, it was very tough for me. You know, the first time I was on radio, I was definitely there to be a star. Um, now I'm a mom, and my priorities are different, and I run two businesses. Um, I, it, it's very, uh, you know, to have I, I lose the afternoons of homework and watching mm. sports, and it's the all pair that gives all that glory now. I don't, I just pay the bills. You know, I just walk mm. in the house, and everyone goes, hey, 
that uh, sees that for work, and that's seven o'clock at night. Yeah, and it's really, really tough. But I'm there for a job. I'm there to pick up numbers. I'm there to, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm there to show uh, my family what 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 is actually possible in life when you really put your mind to it. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Whether you're man, woman, black, white, whatever you are, it, it is possible. And I, and I think that's what I, why I decided to actually just accept the opportunity and go back. Mags, we're running out of a bit of time, but I love you. We'll chat to you soon. We want you back on the show. And let's do a little crossover and do some work. Um, oh, thank you so much for the opportunity. Have a brilliant show and love you guys and, all. And enjoy Big Brother and the reunion, spending yes, some time together. we are going to. <laughs> Good. Margaret van der Veste is and that was on the line. Um, before we close the show, Janine Audison. Um, Good morning. Janine, how are you? And I, I want to just tell you, uh, Janine, I want to say the following. Firstly, yes. you are... I think the person that got the most undeserved amount of slack 18 years ago when you left <laughs> Big Brother. Um, and I want to say that because I, I really okay. believe you did because I think that, that people didn't get it. You were having a conversation. You were a normal person. You just happened to be a teacher. And people uh, – cucumbers became the order of the day and <laughs> – <laughs> A good salad. <laughs> a good salad. Yeah, that's what we did. Yes. Um, did did you I, did you feel that it was a bit, a bit unjust at the time? Did I feel? Did you do you feel it was a bit unjust looking back, what people thought and uh, over the overreaction? Was, it was traumatic, eh, Alan. I know. For for quite a couple of years. Uh, it, it, firstly, it was, was it was a great shock. Mm. It was a great shock coming out and getting that kind of um, being dealt with in a certain mm. way, specifically by the media. People, in ordinary people on the street, they were fantastic. Uh, women would come up to me and say, Janine, thank you, eh? Thank you. <laughs> you know, you it's saved like my marriage, reawak- yeah. Yes, reawakened them, took them back to reality. And really, and I, I didn't know that as a, as a nation and as people, we were not ready to be adults. And it's so true because since that time, over 18 years, I've produced so many shows on sexual health and sexual talk yes. and, and, and being mentally and healthy sexually within your relationship. And, and you were talking yes. about oral sex and, and, and I mean, for goodness sakes, people behaved like children like they didn't, had never done it. I mean, it's a bunch of idiots. Yes. Come on. Yes, yes. But yes, I remember yeah, this. But I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad it's just over. I'm, I'm here to have a wonderful time, Alan. Mm. And, and seeing my, my friends and my buddies is just awesome. I love them to bits. And, you know, for me, it has become all about when the opportunity comes, it comes, it, it's all about connecting with them. And it's, it's wonderful. I wake up, I'm tired this morning, but I can't wait to see them. Mm. <laughs> and it's just fantastic. So it's, it's all good. What are you it's doing now, Jenny? What am I doing with my life? I'm mm. still teaching. Awesome? I love teaching. Mm-hmm. I am a great teacher, by the way. Excellent. <laughs> I, I just said on my status this morning, how come every year I end up with the best class in school? And I kind of had to remind myself, well, maybe, maybe, just maybe. I'm just maybe one of the best teachers. I love connecting with my kids, you know, and that just makes them feel wonderful and feel great. And they do their best for themselves and for me. And that happens year on, in and out, all the time. It was great to see um, you guys uh, and your kids and your families. It was really wonderful. And I want to just say that what an incredible mom you are. Your son is a Western Province rugby player, Shane Audison. Yes. And yes, uh, he, he was in, he's in awe of you. He loves you. And you can see he only loves someone if they've been a good parent and a good person. And so um, I want to just say, uh, looking back over 18 years, your son was two at the time. Now he's playing for Western Province. May he play for the Springboks. And we had Sia Colisi early on in the show. Uh, I'm just oh. saying, I, th- I just think it's incredible. And, and I want to just congratulate all of you because I think, you know what, you... You, you you didn't know what you were going into. You came out with your with your with your head spinning, and the, a whirlwind. But but you've continued with your life and and set the bar very high. And and are all great examples of how people should lead their lives and take opportunity yes. and be successful and 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 give back. I mean, bad bread yes. is 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 cleaning the airports of 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 of, <laughs> of, of drugs and 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 poachers. I mean, the world has yes, gone mad. I yeah, mean, and, and, and the great thing is it starts with family, eh? It all starts with family. I say the family, the family is the greatest team ever. So those people that you're living with and you're sharing a space with at home, you're a team and you've got to support one another. And that's what we have in our family. Well, I've got my husband, 
that I married, I married the same man twice, eh, Alan? Oh, really? He's so wonderful, I had to marry him twice, yes. I, I love it, and I just think it's what a... And it can, it does work. It yeah. does work. People well, you know what, you, 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 yes. you redefine your boundaries. You say, listen, you know, I'm going to walk out if you don't do, if this doesn't work like this. So that, and, and you also grow up. We grow up. And, yes, um, we do. So um, I, I want to just uh, say thank you for being on the show. It's been wonderful. Um, I want to wish you all the success. We'll, 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 we'll hook up and connect with each other soon. I, I will be doing an interview with Shane shortly about uh, his rugby stuff. So we'll, we'll do that. And, uh, okay. and, and I just want to thank you so much for, for, for joining us today. That's a pleasure, Alan. It was lovely was seeing really, you again. Really wonderful. Cheers, my love. Thank you. Okay. Uh, 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 this has been such a cool show. Um, Lee Benny has just had a baby. We couldn't chat with her. Uh, Nobusitu and um, Lara um, have refrained to... She have really stepped away from Big Brother for different reasons, so they don't even want to be really associated with it. Um, I know that... Uh, uh, yeah, but but in general, I think everybody has uh, has had uh, a good experience from this. Um, I want to thank, just very importantly, uh, Empress Palace. It's a part of their 20th anniversary that they're throwing this Big Brother reunion party. It's happening tonight there, so get to They're recreating Monsoon Lagoon for you. Um, Fadon and Robbie, the winner of Big Brother, thank you for joining us. Irvin Damon, Bad Brad, Vuya Tofile, Margaret van der Vestazen, Stephen van Royen, and Janine uh, Orderson. Wonderful to have you on the show. And also, Captain My Captain, Sio Kulisi, thank you for talking to us about the Bright Rock Players Choice Awards of 2018. It was great to start the show with the captain of the Springboks. It has been so good being with you. I hope that 2018 has been superb. 2019 is going to be better. We'll catch you in 2019. And um, yeah, yeah, it's really been good. And uh, I bless you. And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas and a great new year. My name is Alan Ford. This is cliffcentral.com and the unview with the thin, the rich, and the fabulous signing off. This is cliffcentral.com.